0: greenie with mike greenberg the podcast
1: back and better than ever greenie presented by progressive insurance guests on the goodyear hotline we've got an elimination game in week two a coach who is a genius controversy in golf and what max kellerman and i have in common all that and more can't wait let's do this here we go. Go, go
0: only one place to start general manager, quarterback, yeah. the
2: sanity of the New York Giants fan base. So when you look at it, there's a lot riding on. Is
3: this going to be the same scenario with the Jets as happening with Daniel Jones? Washington, in my opinion, can drop this one and be
0: okay.
1: Are we looking at a must-win game two tonight as we kick off week two of the NFL, the Giants and the Washington football team? And it is my delight to bring this dynamic from get-up over to this radio program in our studio with the Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless no contract no compromise former teammates with the New York Jets and now teammates here at ESPN Bart Scott and Damian Woody are both here and and I did not I knew obviously that you played together as a fan of the Jets but I did not understand until we started working together as a trio the dynamic that exists between the two of you, Bart, take me back. you guys were did you share lockers? Yeah, what was wait,
2: the- well, his locker was right next to mine. I would say, I know things about Damon that only his wife knows <laughs> I just leave it at that.
1: <laughs> And D Wood, what is it you like to call the, the big fellow over here? Bartholomew, you know you know you, you know like when
3: your, your mother is upset with you, she's not going to give you the abbreviated name. Yeah. she's going to give you the
2: full name, yeah. Bartholomew. That, that's when I know I've gone too far. When you call me Bartholomew, I know there's a disagreement going. I've got to get my gun ready to go ahead and argue with Damon.
1: <laughs> well, today, I mean, Bart Scott on Get Up, at one point he had a shaving eyebrows. Then he had a player shaving points. Then he's making all of these references, none of which I understand. <laughs> and yet I'm entertained by every second of it. So it's great to have you guys here. We, we talk about uh, this game tonight. Let's get right into it yep. here. Bart, on our panel just moments ago on Get Up, you were the only person who picked the Giants to win the game tonight. Why do you believe they win?
2: Listen, I just believe in Saquon Barkley. I believe that they're building this team the right way. And I just can't see, like, Danny Dimes losing to a dude named after a beverage. You know what I mean? Like, if you <laughs> lose to a dude that's a backup and you so, you're the sixth overall pick, you're riding your, your, your own obituary because there's no way that you can stay with them. And I don't want the Giants to be in the same um, boat that the Jets were last year giving up on Sam Darnold after year three. But if the, 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 the reality is if they lose and they go over again and th- this isn't a great season, they have two first-round draft picks. They are going to have no choice but to hit
1: the reset button and start all over and get a new
2: franchise quarterback.
1: Well, to be clear, I mean, Daniel Jones in his career has 40 touchdowns and 40 turnovers. Those are the numbers as he has played yeah. one game into his third season. Do you believe in him? Do, do you believe he can be – uh, I'm not going to say an elite well, quarterback. He, he can be an upper echelon, a better than average NFL quarterback.
2: I've said this before and I'm not just you know trying to throw a hyperbole. I believe that he is just as good, and he reminds me so much of Josh Allen. is ridiculous. And if you go back and you look at their numbers, they're pretty similar. Before Stefan Diggs, Stefan Diggs came, you would hope that Galladay can be that. But the the, the Giants have done an, a disservice to Daniel Jones and being able to build a, 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 a offensive line in front of him. Dave Gettleman talks all the time about he loves hog mollies, hog molly, hog, hog molly. This right? He don't got no hog. He ain't got no mollies. He got imposter meat. He ain't got nothing pork over there on that picture. He, no got, he got he got he got he got turkey bacon right now because he got guys that look like they're supposed to be, you know, great players or supposed to be first-round draft picks, but they've turned out to be horrible. You think about Zeitler. He was a bust. You look at Lemieux. He's injured. You look at Nate Soder. You, whenever you move a left tackle to the right tackle, you're just saying, you know what, I can't – he point shaving too because, I don't know, he's a turnstop. And then they had an opportunity to get Beckton, Wills, or or either worse, and they got the worst out of the crew. So I just think they've done Danny Dimes' a disservice, which is a byproduct of why Saquon Barkley can't run. He doesn't look like a generational talent.
1: And so, D Wood, you picked Washington to win the game tonight. If that does happen, then what, how quickly and what would the fallout start to be? This is a make-or-break season in many ways for the New York Giants. Yeah, I think, I think
3: where the fingers are going to be pointed at is with offensive coordinator Jason Garrett. Um, that, that's, you know, when you look, watch the, the New York football giants, a lot of issues that we, we talk about them is on the offensive side of the football, whether we're talking about, you know, the offensive line, where we talk about the, you know, Lack schematic, you know, a big thing. the schematics, as far as the offense and putting your players in the best position to be successful. Um, you know, Jason Garrett, it, it, you, we've already heard whispers about, you know, whether Jason Garrett is going to be on the hot seat. I think if they start 0-2, Jason Garrett's name is going to be squarely in the mix as far as a guy who could be put, uh, potentially replaced
2: with their organization. Greeny, because he's an import, right? Right. You see what what Joe Judge is. And what happens is with coaches, right? They want people that they can trust in the foxhole. And one thing that really irritates a lot of young new coaches, because I was around Hardball, I was around um, Rex, when they became first-time head coaches, is they always seem to throw a senior um, coach on there that has – from your previous coaching experience. Mm-hmm. That's to try and help him navigate through the things that he may know or not know. But you always wonder, always, if you're going to get Wally pipped. If, that, if you start to struggle, mm. do you have that interim coach that's a former head coach that can steal your job and is he buying for your job? So you see what Joe Judge has done early in this year is he fired a lot of you know, assistants. He has more assistants on his staff than any other team in all of football. And he's doing that because he wants to surround himself with his type of guys, guys that he can believe in, guys that he has, you know, he got he got, got skin in the game with them, right? So if anybody has a goal, it's going to be somebody like Jason Garrett because you can't blame the, the, the general manager, and the general manager won't blame himself. So the first person you can throw the blame on is Jason Garrett, who's an import. So, you know, you call that the cost
1: of doing business. All right, we'll see how that turns out. He presented by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who save with Progressive save over $700 on average. Bart and, uh, Bart and Han, of course, follows me every single day here coast to coast on ESPN Radio. So, Bart will be there for that. D. Wood's going to go do first take. But quickly, I do need to ask you guys. Bart, you and I were talking about it. Yes. My quarterback, Zach Wilson, I saw a lot more good than things that concerned me in week one. What did you see?
2: The good thing is we saw that he can take a punch. The bad thing is we saw that he can take a punch. Right. Right? So, like, he showed us that he can weather the storm. There's a lot of questions about – you know, if he gets hit, how slight he is, how young he looks. He showed you that he was a tough quarterback. Now, I don't want him to major in that. They have to do a better job in being able to protect him. But if you saw the arm talent. You t- saw the arm strength. And listen, they were one-dimensional. And he still was able to close the gap and-, and close that game and make it a game late in the game. But they have to do a better job in running the ball. And I have to see Denzel Mims. I don't understand what you're talking about. He has to know all four positions. No, how about you learn- make everybody else learn all four positions and let him do the one thing that he does well, one reception, 40 yards. Listen, I think that's a hell of an
1: average. I I would say, D. Wood, having watched that game, and I I would love to hear your perspective. I thought Zach Wilson was the best player on that offense. He was under siege. He was running for his life. He made a few throws that were not caught that were spectacular. Mm -hmm. Um, Overall, what did you see from the rookie?
4: I
3: I came away from that game thinking he he has the goods. He has the goods because how many rookie? the the first thing that – one of the things that we talked about with Zach Wilson coming uh, as a prospect was – he played behind a BYU office line where he really got touched. Mm-hmm. And then first game out of the bat, he was under siege the whole game. I mean, he got pummeled. But some of those throws that he was making under siege were phenomenal. Yep. It, 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 it reminds you of what everyone talked about in the, in the pre-draft process comparing him to Aaron Rodgers. He made some off-platform throws that was like, wow, like this dude has it now. Can they protect him? Because if he's under
1: siege like that, he won't last a whole season. It, it, you just can't do that. I think that's right. And they, I have to assume even without Makai Beckton, they will get better on the offensive line. They did get better as the second half progressed. As we continue, you'll be a part of Greeny Nation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line, ESPN Nation presented by Dr. Pepper. College football's back. So with the fans return to glory with Fansville by Dr. Pepper, the one that fans deserve. This is such a delight. I hope we can do it regularly. Yeah. D Wood, thank you. Bartholomew. I got will- no life. Hear you in about two hours. <laughs> I got no life. He's getting Whatever ready to do. It. Me, Alan Hahn will make his way in here. Alan is a lot. I I, I noticed that. I, I had never met Alan. I'd yeah. heard him on the radio for years. He's much bigger than I realized. Yeah, Alan's he's a about, big. Yeah. He's a specimen. He's
2: yeah. about six six. You know? Yeah. He goes, You know, he's a former basketball player. Yeah. yeah. You know
1: he's got a big, good looking yeah, guy.
2: Yeah. You know what I'm saying he can. You know, he started the game off with three fouls. He's one of those guys. But he'll take yeah. a charge. <laughs> Definitely
1: tall. <laughs> uh, so we'll look forward to that. Great to see you guys. Up yeah. next, one voice I trust. Says Daniel Jones is going to be a star. You will hear who and why next. This is Greeny on ESPN Radio. From the biggest names in sports,
0: Justin Herbert, ladies and gentlemen, to the stories that matter. The New England Patriots want to play that way. They want to protect. And the plenty young of, one of one opinions. One. It's simple.
3: Yes, it feels it
0: better. But I'm willing to. And it starts every morning with Keyshawn J. Will and Max right here on ESPN Radio. ESPN Radio. Or just tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio.
1: macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year head to macy's.com slash gift finder today that's macy's.com slash gift finder
0: greenie the podcast
1: this is greenie we're presented by progressive insurance my guests appear on the Goodyear hotline we have a little bit of a controversy with the staff And we need to get to the bottom of that. And then obviously we got a ton of football to get to as well. We'll do it all in 30 seconds after this word from Straight Talk Wireless. 5G is here, but the big carriers want you to sign a pricey long-term contract to get in on the action. Well, not anymore, because Straight Talk Wireless has rolled out 5G coverage nationwide with plans starting at just $35 a month with no contract. Get a Samsung Galaxy A32 5G for only $299, all in America's best networks. 5G coverage, 5G phones, less money. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. 5G capable device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. Okay, so I want to go easy on Nuno today because today's got to be a very stressful day because Nuno is the leader of Big Blue Nation. There is no bigger giant fan that I know, and you're heading into a buzzsaw tonight. I'm telling you right now, you are heading into a buzzsaw. The Washington football team played a really good team Week one in the Chargers. And I don't care if their quarterback is Heineke, Heineken, Meineke. It make no difference to me. You're, you're in for a beatdown tonight. I'm just saying. So I want to go easy on my buddy Nuno. But it was raised during the break that the reason Nuno was not here yesterday had to do with his
5: car. Now, Nuno, explain to everyone why you were not here yesterday. So on the way home on Tuesday, my car broke down. Mm-hmm. It needed a new transmission. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, I spent the day figuring out what I was going to do, whether mm-hmm. I was going to replace the transmission uh-huh. or buy a new vehicle. Got it. So, so that, that's the reason. Yes. Now, Hembo,
1: during the break, you suggested that we have an issue with this.
6: Yeah, that's not a good enough reason not to come to work. Did you, is it, did you submit it as a sick day? Is there no possible <laughs> other way for you to get to work? I Hold don't on. understand. Hold on. How you could not have been here.
1: Hold on, though. See, I'm, you played right into my trap. Mm. I am recalling a day in which you, Hembo, were supposed to be sitting in that seat. And you texted me and said, I can't come in today. My wife needs the car. And as a consequence, you were not seated alongside me in your usual spot. Is that or is that not an
6: accurate recollection? It is not a 100% <laughs> accurate
1: recollection. Oh, I think
6: I still have the text. I broke
5: down on my way to Oh, North. no, no. That was another one. That was That's another two moment. Days,
6: two different days. You're saying that I have... On t- two two different occasions, not coming to work because of my car
1: auto-related difficulties. That yes, that
6: is that is that is simply not true. Oh, I, I think it is. I broke down one day on my way to work, and thus I was not able. To come to work. But if I had broken down the previous day, I would have made other arrangements. Nuno, how far do you live from work? I live about 30 miles. Okay, so what you're doing is penalizing other people for electing to live closer by coming to work instead of you. That's not true. He also
1: could have called me and we would have gotten him an Uber or something like that. We could have gotten him there. He's not wrong. The fact that Hembo is a hypocrite does not mean he's wrong on this, Nuno. Let's be clear. Everyone can be wrong, and this is one of those instances.
6: I am not a hypocrite. Oh, you- you're a total hypocrite. Okay, find the tape. I'm finding the find text. Find the evidence.
1: I'm finding. I'm going scrolling back. You see, you text me so freaking often that I have a million. <laughs> I have a million texts in here from you. So I, I'm, it's going to take me a while to find it, but I will find it. You were not in the following day because your wife needed the car.
6: Well, I, I don't recall. I don't recall what you're talking about. I, I wiped it from memory, if such a thing existed. But do you agree with me? That's just not a good enough excuse for our friend Nuno not to come to work. I agree with anything that makes both of you look bad. Anything that makes both (laughs) of you look
1: bad, as far as I'm concerned, is good. So, Bubba, let's let you have the final word before we get back to the NFL conversation here. And many of you may not know this, but Bubba, before his uh, career here in radio production, Bubba was a judge. Bubba was actually a seated judge um, and and presided over some very important cases and rulings. Um, And so I I think your learned... Uh, reaction to this is an interesting one. Bubba, whose side are you on in this debate, Nuno's or Hembo's?
7: Well, I mean, I don't know if I'm the person to ask right now because lest anyone forget, I had a stroke at work and kept working. So, I mean, if the, I'm, I'm here to work. That's, so that's you, can't, you can't hold everything.
1: You, that, that happens to be true. And so what you're hearing now I'm, is... I'm here to work. So, I mean, I'm, I don't miss work. I'm ready to go. So, I mean, I'm, I'm here to work. What you're hearing is the insanely uncomfortable laughter of people... <laughs> Who recognize this is not funny and that that is a true story. Now, this is a good, what, 10 years ago? Yeah, it was nine, 2012. 2012. Um, And so, so let me ask you another question, if I may, because I just said you were a judge. Right. Let me get an understanding of the judgment that you had that thought, you know, in the middle of this somewhat light, conversation in which we're making fun of <laughs> Nuno for not having a car and not getting fun of Hembo, that you would throw in this incredibly serious, life-altering event right. that has taken all the possible wind out of the sails of the humor of this. I- I'd like to hear the judgment on that.
6: Uh, I think it was the right move. <laughs> <laughs> Nuno, I, I Nuno. think it was the correct Nuno. move. <laughs> Before we move on, Greeny, can I ask you, Nuno one more quick question? Well, I'll allow it. Nuno, did you at least listen to the show yesterday so you know where to, So, where so we Picked up from with all these conversations we're
5: having. Uh, so I was texting with Bubba. That was how you That's found not that what an happened? answer to the
7: question. Is it? <laughs> I did receive a text. That's a, So I'll, do you I'll
6: only listen that. to the radio in your car? You couldn't listen to your own show. You produced the show. Here's the other thing. The reason we
1: knew we didn't listen to the show is because he didn't know why this is funny. This is an elimination game. We spent. <laughs> <laughs> we spent literally the entire show yesterday. <laughs> playing that one-second soundbite over and over again and laughing at it. So we got a lot of things to get to the bottom of here, and we will as our day continues. Straight Talk Wireless has rolled out 5G coverage nationwide, and you can get a Samsung Galaxy A32 5G for only $299. No contract. All on America's best networks. Straight Talk Wireless, 5G-capable device required. Actual availability coverage and speed may vary. Okay, next take. Greenies Takes. All right, every single day, Hembo uh, provides for me the questions. Uh, many of you may not know this, but Hembo is a content producer on Get Up, and so your job is to ask the analysts a bunch of football questions, and I never get to answer them. So now I am going to give you the right answers to these questions. Here we go. What's the first
6: one? Greeny, is Urban Meyer even going to last the season in Jacksonville? I can't believe I'm saying this, but I think not. I think he's not. I don't know that there's
1: anything more telling in the world than the fact that after having coached one game, Urban Meyer had to answer questions about whether or not he's going to become the next coach of USC, and no one believes him. I can't believe how badly this has started. And I'm telling you, if this had happened, if this was happening anywhere but Jacksonville, it would be the biggest story in the NFL. The Urban Meyer tenure, again, it's only just begun, but so far it has been startlingly awful I mean I really don't know what else to say and I know Urban and I like him and I admire him as a football coach greatly but I don't just don't know that he knew what he was getting into or at least he doesn't there's no evidence that he did and Trevor Lawrence is supposed to be the best quarterback of all time and he threw three interceptions on Sunday against a team that had three interceptions all of last year so is Urban Meyer going to last the season I'd like to say yes but I'm definitely not confident of it.
6: What's the next day? If we are to accept that Andy Dalton is the Bears' starting quarterback right now, are we happy or are we not happy with how Matt Nagy deployed Justin Fields in those few plays We're he am We're not happy. I, play, I, I didn't like the plays they ran, and they, they got to play them
1: more. Like, it's almost like they don't want to get out of this offense. A little later in this hour, I'm going to read you a quote from an NFL head coach that was one of the smartest things I've heard a coach say in a very long time. And it's one that I hope someone says to Matt Nagy. He just doesn't seem to have any inclination, desire, willingness, or ability to change what he has always done offensively and build it around Justin Fields. So Bart Scott made a great point this morning on TV. You got uh, David Montgomery, who's a good running back. You've got a, a shaky offensive line, and that's being kind. Put Justin Fields out there and let them run some RPOs. Like, let them do stuff. Justin Fields has athletic ability that maybe five quarterbacks in NFL history have had. He's that good. That's not an exaggeration. He's like Lamar Jackson-esque in his athleticism. Let him use some of that. I'm not saying that's what he has to eventually be as an NFL quarterback, but play to his strengths and play down the weaknesses. And for the life of me, I don't know why they're not willing to do it. So, am I satisfied with the way they're using him? No. No because he just went out there and seemed to run the same plays Andy Dalton would have run in the same situation. Once he ran it in, the one time he ran with the ball, he scored a touchdown. So I don't think there's any real obvious sense to what they're
6: doing there as of right now. All right, give me one more. Green, it's only week two, but tell me what's at stake tonight when the Giants... And the Washington football team play. Oh,
1: are you kidding? This is an elimination game. Okay, <laughs> Let, let's, let's actually lose the music on that one. and Let's talk about it a little bit. Let, let's get into this game a little bit here because I think this is a fascinating matchup with actually a lot at stake. I had on television today a lot of people suggesting that if the Giants lose this game tonight and look anywhere near as bad as they did last week, that we could start seeing changes there immediately and that the first finger would probably be pointed at the offensive coordinator, Jason Garrett, which on one level would be super ironic. That's a guy who we kept thinking was going to get fired in Dallas and never did, and now he would get fired two games into a season here. I, I'm not saying he's going to get fired, but I do expect this to be a long night for the Giants. This is a great defense they're playing. Don't let Washington's performance against the Chargers last week fool you. The Chargers have a great offensive line and a great offense in general. The Giants do not. They have the opposite of that on the offensive line. But let me bring Nuno back in, who was able to make it to work today um, and get your perspective on all this. You are the biggest Giant fan I know. You are the most pessimistic Giant fan <laughs> I know. What do you expect to happen tonight?
5: Um, I'm conflicted, right? Because Daniel Jones has actually played well against Washington. He's 4-0 and against mm-hmm. them, right? And, you know, he's thrown eight touchdowns, I think it was three three interceptions. Um and last year, you know, Andrew Thomas did a good job against Chase Young. But I don't think they're winning this game. I do believe that we're at a point where these losses will be will end up uh the franchise they'll be ch- a franchise change in losses. Um, I believe that, yes, Jason Gere will be the first to go. I believe what I'm worried about is they'll start being a lot of infighting. Remember when there was that uh, time frame with Tiki, remember with Tiki Barber and sure. Michael Strahan and the yeah. offense versus defense? I think there's going to be a lot of that because I think eventually the defense will play up to its standards. And I just do believe that the the stretch of that we're going to see this week, you would think they should be competitive against the Falcons, but then you're looking at the Saints, Cowboys, Rams, that we can be at a point where everything is completely blown up. Even Joe Judge and his future with this team, I think we're at that point that we can start talking about. See, Nuno never
1: disappoints. That's the beauty of it. It is week two, and as a fan, his perspective is everything is so bad that they're going to fire everyone. That is the beauty, and again, that's why I love fans. This is an elimination game. <laughs> and I'm one of them. This happens not to be my team, but I, if you listen to me, you know that I have felt the same way many times. Now, let me, uh, let me read you something, and you tell me if this changes your perspective at all. We'll make it Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Trent Dilfer worked here at ESPN for a long time, and I got to know Trent very well. Um, we bonded over our mutual love of golf and many other things. He's a great golfer, by the way. And he's a very good evaluator of quarterbacks. You know, he does that Elite 11, and he knows quarterback play. He knows what a good quarterback looks like when he sees one. And Trent Dilfer was on the CBS Sports Radio with Damon Amendolara. Amendolara? I hope I'm pronouncing that right. But this is what he told him when he was talking about Daniel Jones. I see the toughness. I see the grit. I see the resilience. I see enough talent. I see all the intangible stuff that's going to allow him to survive what is going to be a horrific narrative of him giving games away. And we both know how narratives go in the NFL. Perception becomes reality. Narratives become the focal point, the headliners. And he's going to have to get through this turnover thing, and he will because I think he's the right kind of kid. So Trent Dilfer, again, a person whose opinion I value is not anywhere near giving up on Daniel Jones. I'm going to go back to my Cowboy, excuse me, my Giant fan, Nuno, are you ready to give up on Daniel Jones?
5: I am not, but I need to see positives to yeah. you know, develop that faith that, hey, yes, we can stick with him even if this team isn't very good, that he's shown enough. I'm just worried that I don't know if we he will get to that point or if we give him enough time to get to that point of being like, no, there's something there, there's something there, versus being like, hey, you're going to have two first-round picks next year. We need to do something, whether it's Russell Wilson, whether it's Aaron Rodgers, you know, are moving up and drafting one of these, uh, you know, one of these rookies. Like, I don't know if we're going to if he's going to have enough time to show us that
1: straight talk, wireless, no contract, no compromise. It'll be interesting. Hembo, the numbers on Daniel Jones are obviously not good.
6: No, I mean, entering tonight, Greeny, he has 40 touchdowns and 40 turnovers in his career. People compare him. To Josh Allen and Josh Allen's first couple seasons as he sort of got his feet beneath him in Buffalo. But during those two years, Josh Allen's ratio was 47 touchdowns to 27 turnovers. Their production is, is not close. And over the last three years, when Daniel Jones has played quarterback for the Giants. Their offense has legitimately been the least efficient in the entire league. So it can be true that he has had very little help and support, very similar to Sam Darnold when he was with the Jets. It can also be true that Daniel Jones has not res- um, enabled that talent around him at all to be elevated even one percent.
1: Uh, we'll find out. So again, tonight feels like a big night. I mean, I don't know if this is an overstatement.
6: This is an elimination game,
1: but I love it. And and again, I hope it is clear. I know Dave well, and I love him, and I love that fan. I love the fandom. I love the passion. And I love the fact that it feels that way. I I come by it honestly. I think I've told you this. When I was a kid, I watched the Jet games with my parents. My my parents were, I mean, they had season tickets before I was born, lived and died with the Jets. My mother to this day still does. And this is why I'm so negative as a fan. We'd sit down to watch a Jet game. Eventually, as their lives went on, my parents had to watch the games in different rooms because they would start yelling at each other over disagreements. I'm, I'm not making that up. But I remember as a kid, we'd sit and watch the game, and the Jets would receive the opening kickoff. The guy would run it out. He'd get tackled, like, short of the 20-yard line, like to 17. And my mother would say, oh, that's it. This game is obviously over, Michael. I don't even know why I watch this. I, every single week, it's the same thing. We are, we are, there's 14 minutes and 56 seconds left in the first quarter. <laughs> and my mother has decided that we have lost. So that's where I got this from. All right, in the meantime, next order of business. I need you to listen carefully. I just want you to know, do I look like Max Kellerman? I honestly want the answer to this question. So this is now happening too often to be a coincidence. So you all know Max. He's now doing the morning shows here with Keyshawn and Jay Will. And you know him from TV for years. He has his new afternoon TV show on ESPN. He did first take for all that. You know who Max is, is my point. Now, Max and I have a lot of things in common. We happen to share a birthday, not a birth date. We also grew up a 10-minute walk from each other in the village. We both are from a neighborhood in New York City called Greenwich Village. And so some of the macro between us is somewhat comparable. But recently, like I walked into a little restaurant to pick up some food right near here, and they said, okay, we'll get you your usual. And I said, I've never been in here in my entire life. And they brought me whatever it is that Max orders all the time. Max suggested to me the other day when I went down the elevator with him that people, someone over the course of this weekend, thought he was me. And I said to him, do we look alike? Because I honestly don't think so. So I guess I would ask you that question, Hembo. You
6: see us both. Do Max and I look alike? I mean, a a little bit in like how like a a father and son look alike. I mean, you're so much older than him. You have a similar like facial. Wait, wait,
1: wait, 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 wait. wait A minute. (laughs) father and son i am not nearly that much oh i think i think i'm six years older than max again i think he was born in 73 i'm not positive of that i'm born august 6th of 67 he was born august 6th of something i i think i'm, I'm six years older than him i think that's not that much older and i don't think i look that much older than him
6: Well did you go into this restaurant wearing a mask Cause, cause uh, the, I, I, yeah, I, we, I
1: was wearing a mask. And, yeah. and,
6: and, so, and you guys obviously both work in the same building. I can see why that, that hiccup could happen, but I am surprised that it happens like no, otherwise. Like, I'm, I'm surprised that it happens other than situations Bye, like but that. do
1: I look like Max?
6: You know, at first I was going to say blatantly no,
7: but the more I kind of look at it, I kind of do see the resemblance. Um, it kind of got similar hair and with the beard. Like I would have said, you know, back in the Mike and Mike days, definitely not when you had longer hair. So old, old Greenie, absolutely not. No chance. But current Greenie and current Max, I do see a resemblance with
1: comparing the beard and comparing the hair. I do see similarities. That, that, that is the question. Do I look? I don't know why, but I'm just interested to know this. So let me ask you this. Is there a celebrity that people tell you you look like? Bubba, I don't even have to ask you. Because you yeah. look so much like Q from Impractical Jokers yep. Yep, yep, that yep. it just it throws me off. Like when I watch that show now, all I see is Bubba. <laughs> right. Bubba worked with us on Mike and Mike for years, but then we were apart for however long, three years. And I didn't see you on a daily basis. And it was during that interim that I sort of you know, fell in love with the show Impractical Jokers. Now, when that show is on, all I can think to myself is, my God, Q looks exactly like <laughs> Bubba. Right. Do, have other people
7: told you that, Bubs? Uh, yeah, on on Twitter. Yeah, I would get it occasionally on Twitter. But you're the main one who uh, you go hard on that one.
1: Does anyone tell you, you look like anybody else? You get it? Uh, just, you know, the Zach Martin would be the other comparison. Oh, yeah. My,
7: one of my, my hair is shorter. Um, Zach
1: Martin, the Cowboys offensive lineman. Those are the two main singer? ones. Isn't
6: there some? There's, uh, uh, Pavarotti. Pavarotti. Yes. Yeah.
1: Oh, yes, Luciano Pavarotti. <laughs> some singer. Oh, the greatest tenor that ever lived. Uh, yes, Luciano Pavarotti. <laughs> you did look like him when you had longer hair. Nuno, does anyone tell you you look like anybody? No, literally no say one is no. not a human being. You look like <laughs> what no, do you mean, no. Bubba
5: can say it, but I am not going to do <laughs> it. Well, who is it? I don't know why he's
7: saying no. I mean, there's a there's a bit of a resemblance to uh, Kim Jong Un. <laughs> 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 no, <can't>. <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> uh, check your phone greenie i just sent you a side-by-side that we had one time
1: <laughs> wait a minute <laughs> i'm
6: checking the phone it's pretty
5: close it's a pretty
1: second.
6: close right i agree him. i agree oh my god <laughs> all right hold on i gotta
1: t- I w- i'm not even at- i have i'm late and people are going to yell at me if I'm late. So let me take a quick break. Uh, We'll do the read on the other side. We'll come back. We will gather ourselves, um, and we will continue with this. (laughs) Nuno looks like Kim (laughs) Jong-un.
6: He does. He
1: really does. We'll be right back on ESPN Radio. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
4: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greeny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y.
0: Greeny, the podcast.
1: Greeny rolling along with you here on ESPN Radio. We have recovered ourselves after the extraordinary revelation that our producer Nuno, looks like Kim Jong-un. Um, it was brought to my attention that that was sort of a running gag on the Will Kane show, which Nuno and Baba came from while I was away from radio. Now, I listened to will, I, I'm a friend of Will's, and I liked his show and, but I never heard that Nuno. I, 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 what did he call you? Kim Kim Jong Nuno. <laughs> <laughs> I just, don't make me laugh here. I got to try and hold it together. L- let me ask you, uh, b- b- uh, Hembo, do people tell you you look
6: like anyone famous? Not really. I used to get David Archuleta. You know who David Archuleta is? He
1: was on American
6: Idol. Yes, yes. He was born the same year as me. Got fairly famous, I think, around 2008, 2009, because of American Idol. At that point, I had like sort of long poofier hair that sort of matched his but not anymore i don't okay. get anything else
1: it's not nearly as funny as nuno and kim jong definitely not uh, in 30 seconds i'm going to let you hear a really smart thing that an nfl coach said and ironically it's a coach that a lot of people make fun of for the way he talks that's in 30 seconds after this word from ZipRecruiter. what if you could put the same type of rigor that the pro leagues use for players into your hiring process well you can when you use zip recruiter ZipRecruiter's technology finds qualified candidates for your open roles and proactively presents them to you, and you can invite your top choices to apply for your job. It's no wonder four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny, at ZipRecruiter.com slash G-R-E-E-N-Y. I'm sorry, what? What, what, what? I'm sorry,
0: what? What? I'm sorry, What? I'm sorry, what?
1: All right, we're going to Philly for this one. And I saw this on the Twitter feed of an old friend of mine named Anthony Gargano, who is a Philly native and um, a Philly media guy for a long time and actually started, or at least at one point, was a writer in Chicago. And that's when I got to know him a little bit. We were two East Coast guys working in Chicago. We hit it off really well. I like Anthony a lot. I've known him for, at this point, 25 years. Um, But on his Twitter feed, he had a quote attributed to Nick Sirianni, who's the head coach of the Eagles, who suddenly doesn't look so dumb, does he? Like all this talk about his press conferences and all of that, like that's not the job. The job is not to win the press conference. We've seen a lot of people win the press conference and then lose a lot of football games. Now, I'm not sitting here telling you I think Nick Sirianni is going to be a great coach. I have no way of knowing that. But I can tell you a lot of people whose opinions I value in and around the NFL rave about him, rave about Sirianni. And so now he inherits Jalen Hurts. He inherits the Jalen Hurts situation, and it's an experiment. Jalen Hurts is, no one has ever been more on a one-year make-it-or-not situation than he is based upon the Eagles having all those picks and everything else. And here's the quote from Nick Sirianni. He said, quote, before you can think about scheme, you need to think about the players and what they do well. And as Anthony writes then, he writes, damn, that's just lovely, a coach with a clue, and he couldn't be more right. Right. And I hope that the people in Chicago are listening and many other places. Here's what I believe happens. Young NFL coaches, they start out, they're cutting tape for somebody, and they start doing all this grunt work and all that kind of stuff, and they're working their way up and they're making relationships, and all they are thinking about all this time is, oh, someday I hope to be an NFL head coach. And when I am, this is what my team is going to be. This is what my team is going to look like. This is how I'm going to design it. This is my offense. This is my defense. And then you get there. And I understand the inclination to say, I want this to be what I've always envisioned. But the reality is that's not the way it works. The way it works is you take the pieces that you have been given and you make them work. You play chess with the pieces you have. You don't ask uh, a rook to go diagonally because that's not what they do. So what has Nick Sirianni done? He's put in an offense that Jalen Hurts can run. That suits his strengths. And you have a note in here, Hembo, that I really like about what you think might... If Matt Nagy was the coach of the Eagles right now, what would happen?
6: Their starting quarterback would be Joe Flacco.
1: That's exactly right. Because he runs the offense Nagy wants to run. And so does Andy Dalton, albeit badly. And Nick Foles, albeit badly. But Matt Nagy acts as though... I, I have no... I'm sure he isn't actively thinking this way. But he'd rather have a quarterback run his offense badly than run a different offense. But now they've proved it with Mitch Trubisky. They ruined that kid. They never gave him a chance to do the things he did well. So now they've got this kid, Justin Fields. Justin Fields is a trillion times better prospect than Jalen Hurts ever was. Why are they asking him to hit his back foot and get the ball out in 2.3 seconds as a rookie? It's nonsensical. So I go back to Sirianni. I like this guy. I, I've never met him, but let's try and get him on sometime if we can. I I am hearing more and more good things about Nick Sirianni, and that doesn't mean they're going to beat San Francisco this weekend, and it doesn't mean they're going to win the division or anything. I'm not saying any of that. I'm just saying there's a lot of things about this guy that I'm hearing that I like. And again, that quote, before you can think about scheme, you need to think about the players and what they do well. That is so right. Do not put a square hole uh, around whatever – what the hell do you put in a hole? I, whatever it is, the square peg, round hole. I always get that wrong. Don't do it. is not doing it. What is it? What's the, f- it's the just, phrase? In?
6: Do not put a square peg in a round hole. Right,
1: exactly. You that's got exactly
6: what I meant. You got that. That's correct.
1: And that's what Sirianni is not doing. And that's why, at least through one week, it's working. Hey, sign up with DraftKings, which is the, officially, the official daily fantasy partner of the NFL. Use the code GREENY. You'll get a free shot at millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs this week with your first deposit. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. We're going to be super busy in our second hour. Obviously, a ton more football as we go, looking ahead to the kickoff of Week 2 tonight and all through some of the bigger games. But I have a few other tricks up my sleeve in hour number two, including a visit from Buster and a story about a controversy in my favorite sport. All that's on the way. Stick around, ESPN Radio.
0: Thanks for listening to Greeny, the podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Also catch Greeny on Get Up, weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast.